Episode 26, Underemployed. Uh, it is your boys, Jack Selby and David Hart, a.k.a. Sattler and Waldorf with the Big Dick Energy. We are here. Bow, 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 bow. Taped and direct from Falls Church. We are here with another special guest. We are here with one of Falls Church's greatest exports. Except he's still in Falls Church, so they're not an export. Uh, the fittest man on the couch. Yes. That is definitely true. You're about, what, 190? I am, about 185, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm about 197, so, you know. Okay, okay. Um, Nobody's asking, right? We, we are here. I remember freshman year of college. Yeah, we are We are here with the one, the only, Jake Schwind is in the house. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be here. So we've been talking a lot before we record, and we might throw on later, about exercise techniques. Jake, you are a fitness trainer yes i am i am i'm a personal trainer so let's get well let's get started back in the days of way back well i have a question yes first off okay is there a licensing procedure for that yeah so you can get certified in a couple different i'd say companies okay i have the national academy of sports medicine or nasm is one of like the gold standards if you want to be a strength coach you can do nsca um, there's also something called ACE certification, which I'm not really a huge fan of, uh, of course, cause I chose NASM, but mm-hmm. some you can do the online cert and pay for it. Like, you know, or you can be in a classroom, get it done. Um, along with my certification, I have a bachelor's in science in exercise science and health education. So I was in college for that. And then I wanted to get certified to kind of further my legitimacy for sure. And so then you... When did you know this was what you wanted to do? Damn. Uh, I still contemplate that sometimes. Yeah, say, uh, no. Don't we all, yeah, don't we all <laughs> contemplate the existential dread that is life? Like, yes. Do we stare out into I the really void? Are doing the right thing right now? Instead no, of the runner's hide, you like face the void and acknowledge your own mortality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, I'd say, uh, yeah, some days are better than others, right? But I would, if you had asked me in college if I was going to be a personal trainer, I would have said no. My goal was to be, and still is, to be a like a high school strength coach, work okay. with, with younger athletes or kids that either teach them how to not get injured or help them excel in athletics. Something where I can kind of give back, but also teach some kid, mold some kids. I was a camp counselor back in the day, so I like having that input and that kind of positive nature yeah. to teach some kids. And I know that um, you know I can do that through fitness. I was going to say it's a logistical leap to go from that to well, I can still be a trainer and I can help these people. When so when did you start? Training, or even in college, when did you start making that transition to okay, I'm going to move more towards this? Absolutely. I so I uh, it's this crazy little story, but I joined a fraternity uh, because they wanted me to be a founding member because my GPA was very good. But I said I'd only join if I didn't pay the dues, and they found me an interview for a job. So they did. And so I literally... Way to leverage. Yeah, yeah. I really was like, how are we going to make this work for Jake, right? So I was, at least I've always been, I've always been game for Jake, working for Jake, right? Yes. Hey, man. Um, look out for number one. Nobody yeah, else will. I've got to. I've got to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they hooked me up with an interview with Sport and Health in McLean. And that's where I literally took off from there. Um, before that, I was just counting down the days till graduation. Like, yo, what in the fuck am I going to do with my life? You were at like, that point. Man. I was like, I'm like, I'm a personal trainer jumping into Nova. How do I even ask people for money if I don't feel like an expert yet how do I feel like you know more of like a how am I gonna make this thing happen so I jumped in started training in McLean um, that's a huge long story of kind of how I got to here that we could definitely dive into oh yeah um, but we got all the time in the world yeah yeah exactly right yeah <laughs> we'll go about 45 to an hour with guests so okay awesome awesome yeah yeah, I think um, yeah, I saw the burn and churn um, happen as trainers that wanted to help people were getting the education or the support, I would say, from like the management. And I saw that if they didn't make it and they didn't like make a living, mm-hmm. they were cut and they would have to kind of make that decision themselves. It was a hard thing to cross over and yeah. see, especially when I became the assistant fitness director 
which was really just a fake title for I was just the main sales guy. That's yeah. why you have an assistant regional manager. Yes, it is. Assistant to the regional manager. Same thing. Well, it's not. It's lower. So I was good at talking to people, telling them why this is important, getting them to sign a piece of paper, and then I they would want to train with me, but I had to ditch them too, and it's called train or, or sell and ditch to one of my other trainers. And there's nothing wrong with that, but my like who I am and how I sell you on what you're about to get as a product and then shift you over to somebody else, there's a difference in quality, a difference in how people feel personally with that relationship. It certainly feels disingenuous. Yeah, like, and, 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 and this is coming from an outside, you know, I the most exercise I do is lifting kegs and cases, which is like, you know, heavy. So, you know, the thigh the thighs the thighs in the back are in great shape. That's yeah, for sure, for sure. The for front sure. the front end of it's a little jiggly, but you know, whatever. Yeah, that's okay, everybody's working on that. As I as I have said many a time to Jack, I sit on my ass all day and I sell beer. You think I'm not gonna get a little tubby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah, it's, if you're damn good at it, you gotta keep doing it. Do what I can. You know. If you enjoy it, that's all that matters. So Exactly. So I decided for me, when it was important for me and thinking about what am I gonna do, how am I gonna get out of here, they wanted me to become the manager. And at that point, I stepped away from everything, and I jumped out because I was really scared about... That would have been a little... That would have just been a lot. I realized I wasn't training people anymore. I wasn't, like, helping people. I was just selling, making money, and it was like... I didn't want to keep going down that route. I was making money, and things were great, but I didn't feel fulfilled at the end of the day. I wasn't like, you know, I didn't go to college just to sell a bunch of people on fitness, and then they weren't happy, and then I seemed like the bad guy kind of a deal. His dog right now. That's Cody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gonna, there, he is, there is a large... <laughs> very German Shepherd, oh, yeah. very hefty dog. Uh, Mr. Kodiak is probably more famous than I am, for sure. Kodiak has this. We were talking about this before we started. About Kodiak has this wonderful ability to, um, if there is a, if there is a emergency vehicle, an EMS vehicle, yes, um, and they put a siren on. Kodiak has this un. Canny. Uncanny ability to howl at it in the same, what would you say, tone kind of? Yeah, he's matching pitch of the siren, I would say. He's uh, an artist. If we're lucky during this an recording, artist. we he's will creative. have an ambulance go by or a fire truck go by and you will, we will pick it up on the mic. That's and, our goal. And we will not cut that. No, no. <laughs> we're enhancing the audio. Um, Put some auto-tune to it. So Can you enhance that some more? Oh, that'll be my next step. <laughs> So I wanted to go to a place where I could have like my own freedom to train whoever I wanted to train and not feel like I was pressured to hit a goal of sales yes. or anything. I just want to go back to training and feel like, do I like working with people? Can I really do this and not just sell and sell and sell? Like, do I really know yeah. what the fuck I'm doing? I was going to say, when I worked at 24-Hour uh, Fitness, the trainers are always under a bit of that pressure to feel like they have to get, especially new ones, having to get clients, having to worry about clients, having to worry about timing with clients. When clients don't show up, are they going to, does does the nature of that, do they still get paid for that session or because it happened in this way, do they still get paid? So mm -hmm. I imagine that the relief of not, that was probably a big part of like, I want to be able to do this on my own terms and not worry about all the extra bullshit. That it was, that was the biggest thing was, was I willing to take kind of that big cut in what I was getting paid, not have that title, not be like, I consider myself yeah. like the mayor of that gym just because I yeah. was there like 14 hours a day and I really love the people there and I love the trainers, but I got really pissed at management. So I was like, all right, let's go here. Let's get away from that. Let's help people out again. Make my own rules, bitch, call me the mail. Um, and that was a huge relief off my shoulders, for sure. And then when did you, I might be jumping forward, but how You're long good? until you started your own 
thing. I was there for, so I was at Sporting Health for a year and a half, then I left, and then I was at, it was called Spring Hill Rec Center, which is also okay. in McLean, but it was also a recreational center where right. I could just go and train people there. I was, um, and how was that working there? I enjoyed that because my higher-ups were not only very well educated, much like at Sporting Health, but it was just... It was an older older crowd, and they just gave me space just to do me. Like, they knew one of the ladies I actually got a little, like, heated with on the phone one time because I was, like, in, like, a tight area, and I'm just, like, a hothead in general. Ah. So, but she fought back, and then when we saw each other, she was like, put up your dukes, Jake. Like, she's, like, a 65-year-old woman. It's just, like, I appreciate that energy. Like, that's who kind of I am. I could see myself being that. You took I that as a positive. Like, I did, yeah, because I'm like, yo, if you're willing to fight me and match me like that, I kind of like that. Yeah. You know, like it means means I'm probably down the right path, and she's like willing to joke with me and know I'm just a dude struggling right now to figure it out. But at least you're willing to kind of meet me and see me where I'm at. And you said you worked there for a couple years. I worked there for a year. Year. Okay. And then I told them I told them my goal is to get my own company and, and get out of there. And they're like, Yeah, great. That'd be you need to start doing your own thing. So they're very supportive. They weren't worried about me hitting goals. They weren't worried about how much I was training there. They just wanted me there training people. Mm-hmm. And then when I was ready to leave just to go and do whatever the hell else I wanted to do. Also, I'm interested in describing the, the backstory of starting Schwinn, because there's a yeah. lot. Well, oh. Before we jump into that, what's yeah. the difference in clientele between like a rec center and you know like a, a full-on full on sport and health? Yeah, so rec center is full of a lot of more seniors. So yeah. there's a lot of people that are probably over the age of 55, 65. Mm-hmm. They want very different goals than somebody that's 25, 30, wants to lose weight, mm-hmm. nothing hurts. Yeah. So I started working with a population that was limited mm-hmm. and I had to figure out what was going to work, what wasn't going to hurt mm-hmm. and you know, make them sweat, make them feel like they're actually going to work out with mm-hmm. what they could do. Yeah. So clientele got older and it yeah. made it, I guess, a little harder for me to figure out what I was going to do with somebody instead of mm-hmm. just like, I'm running you through the gauntlet today. I was like, oh shit, that's right, your knee hurts. Oh shit, your neck hurts. Alright, how are we going to... Oh, you have, a, you, yeah. have, you, have a, you have a fake hip. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I can't have you doing yeah, some of this stuff. you can't do a burpee, so... So it made you really think about how you're gonna help those. Did you find that more restricting or more or more challenging, challenging in a yeah. good way? It was engaging. It was like, all right, how am I gonna help these people? And then I was, again, at that point, I was so far away from sales. I was just like, how do I learn more about this shit so I can help them? And then they're just like pumped, a new person, and they have all this new knowledge to use. Is that, um, is that what rewards, is that what gives you that feeling of satisfaction the most as a trainer? Yeah, for sure. I think it's been a while for me to see clients uh, see results that they want to see. It's taken me a couple years to, you know, massage out all the bumps that, that takes it to become like a complete trainer. Yeah, all the kinks and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so now seeing people change in emotion and then also people seeing that they appreciate your knowledge and your time was probably the first two things that were very beneficial for me. And now it's like, you know, like, you know, Russell's lost yeah. over 90 pounds. I wanted to know? talk, so I did want to talk about, so describe your work with Russell Carl, who we both know. Yeah, 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 uh, absolutely, absolutely. Wonderful. So Russell is from this area too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a great, so you're a grade above me. Or, yeah, yeah, I'm 2009 is when I Okay, and I'm 2010. I think Russell is a grade or t- below me. I think he's 2011. Yeah. If yeah. not 2012. Because um, he's with Brandon, I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, you're right. So 2011. So Russell was, a, I mean, he, he will be the first to say this. He got really heavy at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, he was. Actually, for, I mean, honestly, a lot of his life. Like, I think yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, he even is open about it. Um, you know, he was over 300 pounds when he was even in high school. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's six foot. I think he's six one or six. Yeah, two. he's about my height. So. Um, but he wasn't an active guy. He even said he gamed a lot, like computer gaming, sodas, junk food, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he had kind of accept- the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. that shit you love. Like the esports. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, exactly. The esports. Red Bull. Game uh, fuel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all those stimulants you need. So, uh, 
he he never thought he was going to get small. Uh, but the biggest thing I really saw from him in the in the beginning was he was very. I'd say confident in who he was. Yeah. Like some people are more worried about their weight, self-conscious. He didn't seem like that, and he also wasn't a bullshitter. Like he wasn't lying to me. He wasn't. Uh, he wanted to figure out the problem and how to fix it. And I could tell very quickly that he used what I told him, and he just ran with it. And he was so he. I don't think he go, but he went to 24-hour fitness where I go for a long time. Yes. And he and I would talk all the time. You know, generally if I'm at the gym, unless it's someone I know, I'm just headphones on, trying not to bother anybody. But Russell was always someone I wanted to make sure I And he to told him. me every time that you went up and gave him like like praise and you got him pumped up and well, I appreciate it. Well, and it was because every time I saw Russell and the exact same thing you're describing, never bullshitted, mm -hmm. always asked me for advice. And I'm not you, I'm not a great teacher, but I knew I could give him little bits and pieces here and there and 100%. more of just motivation for it. And Russell always struck me as someone who was so committed to the idea of losing weight and I has not let up since then and that was which was because I went through that phase when I was overweight of starting and stopping a few times yeah and a lot of people go through that and Russell never really took his eye off the ball yeah he he really this, did this has been a couple years thing for him I think uh, yeah gener I mean, generally speaking oh yeah for losing weight and trying he dropped a, a good amount of weight when he got a personal trainer uh, back in high school I think he dropped like 30 or 40 pounds right. which is not insignificant no no that's good that's Good weight yeah, loss for sure. Is. I'll give that to anybody. Um, but he, after the trainer and everything, he gained it back. So that was college. Who knows what else was going to be there? Yeah. Um, beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alcohol. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Food. Uh, all the above, right? Yeah. Yes. Party on, Garth. Uh, so yes, absolutely. I, I, uh, I will say this before we kind of get into that. The other person that took my advice and ran with it was you. Wow. So those late night Taco Bell runs where you're taking Jake home some nights <laughs> where I would buy you some where food. Jake, where Jake could afford to eat some Taco yeah, Bell yeah, for, sure. for sure. But I was sharing some valuable knowledge yeah. to you and you you just soaked it up this, and you just fucking did it. This was also that inner, inner, inner whatever stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Thank a couple, you. couple. This is a long Where I was like not fat anymore but not in sh not like super in shape. I was like 235, 240 which was better but like I needed work done. So I could still You're still on the road. I you, was. And you had lost a good amount of weight on that road. Well, for me, and I never trained with you specifically. No. You always, like, I emailed you once about dietary advice, yep. and you sent me a link, and I, I used that link to, at one point to try and figure out my diets. Yeah, absolutely. And so, that is also, I think, if anyone's listening to this trying to lose weight, or if anyone's co-hosting this and trying to lose weight, for example, um, <laughs> they, sorry, that was me. I ain't trying. That was actually, that was actually <laughs> me. That was actually me. I'm sorry. I rarely conceive if I'm mean, but that was too mean. That was pretty quick, though. You yeah, were ready for I, that. I know. Um, bow, bow, bow. But if Hi, that it's all, it's very yeah, important to have. It's very important to have someone there to sort of help guide you because the I got lucky where I knew a little bit about weightlifting from just high school weightlifting. But generally, I it's a very daunting process if you don't know about it. You can speak to that as a trainer of like, I'm sure most of your clients come in like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, 100%. What do I People do? are overwhelmed, they're misinformed, they're thinking about so many things they yeah. shouldn't be thinking about. Yeah, well, they're all it's, over the place. It's, and let me say this, as someone who's like an outsider to the whole thing, yeah. gyms are, they are, they're not an intimidating place for me, but they're they definitely are. an overwhelming. Oh, they're intimidating. They, they can be they're absolutely intimidating. They're not for me, but they're just an overwhelming place. They're absolutely. loud, they're noisy. Yeah. Like, You're supposed to know where to go, what to there's do. There's TVs right. on, you've got like <laughs> people grunting and yelling. Going. Like It's just... 
there's it's it's stimulating. It's yeah. really overstimulating, which is why I really liked swimming when yeah. I when oh, I did that like because solitude. You're just there. It's yeah. all you all, 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 all you can look at is that line at the bottom of the pool and just doing your stroke, getting yep. your breath right. Well, so describe your like experience with kind of swimming and what that entailed as just an athletic endeavor. Yeah. For so sure. for me, it was it was something that I started out not really knowing much about i joined so a lot of a lot of the really good swimmers start swimming at like six seven maybe even earlier yeah for sure uh, i started at like 11 so i was i was i was late to the game um, <laughs> as an 11 year old yes yeah. uh, yes i was late <laughs> to the game it's it's weird home. like yeah exactly i was it was like that old dude who shows up to to, to rec league basketball who's never actually played organized <laughs> yeah I, I was i was that guy uh, but I took to it pretty quickly because I had a really good stroke, you know, really good cadence, really good, really good Tall. length. Yeah, I'm lanky, you know, I had the... Lay down, go lay down. I had, I had good form and was able to sort of make up for my lack of outright power with just efficiency of stroke. That's awesome. And I never really got much better and, I mean, you know, I obviously got better as I got older and got, you know, got more muscle and got bigger yeah, um, yeah. but I kind of plateaued part of it was I wasn't working out in the way that I probably should have okay. but I also went to high school in DC lived in Arlington and was swimming five days a week lifting too so like I was you know I was doing club I was doing my school so, team it, it adds, it's a lot of hard work when you're in school of any kind to like yeah keep up and and the, the one of the worst <laughs> things about swimming leave it is that if you miss a day in the pool you're 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 behind the ball you're feeling it yeah exactly. like you you know that that next day that you go in you got to work twice as hard or twice as long to make up for that time that you missed yeah. and so you know I got pneumonia three times in one calendar year. Oh, shit. So, like, I couldn't be in the water for... You're not making progress trying yeah. to stay alive. Yeah, exactly. exactly. At that point, exactly. you got bigger exactly. than worrying about being in the pool. You're not worried about your, your you know... Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I came back... I probably came back too early from for a couple of meets, and, you know, I put on some time. I was hawking up loogies the size of golf balls. Like, oh. it was it was awful. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know, got into, got into a screaming match with my coach during a meet when he accused me of throwing a race... While I was hocking up loogies the size of golf balls. Yeah, I was like, I was like what, 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 what do I have to gain? Really? Come on. Like, you think I'm gambling on this? I'm not Pete Rose. It's like, I want to be here. Okay? Yeah, I'm trying like, to win Bullshit this coach. Like, jeez Louise. Yeah, so I, I, fell out of, I fell out of love with swimming. Um, and yeah, I mean, that coach in particular is one of the big reasons that I fell out of it. But between high school and college yeah between high school and college i ended up riding my bike a lot um so you know i was riding from dupont circle up to tacoma park on a wow. single on a, on a 30 pound single speed that's like wow. a, in tims i was gonna say that's wow. like, a, it's like a five or six mile uh it's like i think it's like four and a half i think okay, yeah, four and a half each way yeah and like it's all scene bike is it's all crazy. uphill the way home just crank it oh yeah oh yeah I had I had sh I had I had some monster calves by the end of that. Yeah, for uh, sure. Which was great. Oh yeah. You know, I I want to go back to it. I'm, I have a, I have a, you know, a, a multi-gear road bike now and yeah. I'm like, eh, do I sell this and go buy another <laughs> single go buy another go, go buy another heavy ass beater? I think cuz that that bike survived getting hit by two different cars. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ah, uh, it's gone already. I donated it. I left it out in the rain for like a year. <laughs> well, I, one of the tires went threadbare. I didn't have the money to buy new tires, and so oh, absolutely. I just left it out. You got some serious doggy breath. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, yeah. sorry okay. about that. No, that's oh, fine. Yeah. No, Kodiak's <laughs> going to be a featured guest on this episode. Yes, Kodiak, no, Kodiak is a featured. It's going to be featuring Jake Swin and Kodiak. Yeah, for sure, No, no, no. Kodiak featuring Jake Schwinn. Yeah, wow. I was going to say, yeah, I like that. We, we, take we, we realize that priority. King Kodiak <laughs> is on but, but when you're training or just, there's always, like, it's hard for me mentally to sometimes just go, all right, go. Especially since I've been off my ADHD medicine the last couple months, which sort of, mm-hmm. I, I got a little lazier naturally. And okay. to control my diet. But just in general, like, oh, man, I'm but tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm much more tired. Oh, man. The I'm, mental days are tough. I would say those are, when, when people want to either lose weight is a mm-hmm. big one. Uh, they say it, but they don't think and comprehend how difficult it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. I kind of say that off the get-go because people are like, you know, it's simple. You can like, you know, cut your carbs, hit cardio four times a week. And I'm like, yeah, like you can say that, yeah, but, but doing it and then actually being like accountable for your actions, whether it's what you're putting in your mouth and eating or mm-hmm. what you're doing in the gym or the pool or wherever it may yeah. be, yeah. you have to be very honest with yourself every step of the way because you can just be like, uh, like I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, or yeah. like you know, I'm that's gonna, and that's gonna hurt you. Yeah, yeah, it will, and that's gonna set you back just like you weren't in the mm-hmm. pool for that one day. It's gonna yeah. set you back mentally, physically, and yeah. on, that, like, on that momentum. Because it's like if you if you're sick from school one day, it's like it becomes easier. It was to great. Yeah, fuck school. No, I'm yeah. joking. No, <laughs> no, absolutely. And there are three people in this room right now who do not love school. So you are <laughs> no, not. This is the not right, at all. This is the right crowd Stop. to say that message. Um, <laughs> even though your girlfriend is a school teacher, so maybe she teaches third grade. Yes. Some people need to do it, and I'm more power to them. They should be paid more. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Um, but then it becomes, okay, well, I missed one day, so then it becomes easier to miss another day. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you're, it's back to square one. And that was, I think for me, the genesis of the weight loss was making sure I went, at the time, six days. I'm still generally six days a week. But those six days a week, like, don't have a reason to not mm-hmm. go to the gym. Absolutely. And that was when I was in the 270 range and really starting to kind of low. You know, but Russell, to, and going back to Russell, yeah, that's yeah. even more. <laughs> we got on a tangent. No, but I'm saying, like, no, no, but not even that, just like. Connecting back is that, yeah, because Russell could have easily had those days, and I never saw Russell. Russell would tell me he had, like, you know, if he was out, you know, you know, because his tour life, you know, he would go out, yeah, absolutely, have a lot to eat and stuff like that. But he was still back in the gym the next day or the next week when he got home, and I think that's what's more impressive because he looks, I mean, I think overall he's got to have lost over 100 pounds by this point, yeah, I would say so at least. His heaviest was, I'll just say, on 330, now he is at. Uh, I think he weighed in at 209. That's insane. So I didn't see him at 330. That was when he was in high school. But when he came to me, we didn't weigh him when he first got back from California about a year and a half ago. And he was, after that first weigh in, he was like 295. I thought he was closer to like 305 when he first came in. But again, so he's lost, I think, easily over 100 pounds. And now he's like, Hex bar deadlifting 315 by 5, back right. squatting 225. Jesus. So like, he has strength now that he never had before. Like he's. He's almost way. He will at some point weigh less than I do, and that's just really. I mean, it's crazy to say, but yeah. But it is true, and, and like, probably you, put up more weight. You would. Actually, no, we'll see. It's, it's Jack is strong as fuck. Though. I, I, I am, but I'm not. A, I can't like squat. I can't squat. My lower back's been killing me. But um, I got you. But so hip mobility, Jack. Hip mobility. I have the front least, squats. I have the least. <laughs> God, those non-flashbacks are just got to try to front squat. But I have I don't know if I've really done a front squat since football training because I don't have oh, flexible God. wrists. And I don't have flexible hips. So you're asking me to front squat is like, they just might as well, pop, pop, why don't you go pop, pop, lift the car? And yeah. I have the same like mobility and logisticalness to it. That's um, so funny. It was awful. But but Russell always impressed me because he just kept going. And yeah. every and I would tell him every time I saw him because, you know, I'd see him, you know, once a week or so. I, I, it legit looked, he legit looked like he had lost a couple more pounds. And yeah. So, so when he came to you, what was your, what was your, 
plan with him? Like, how did you get him started? Yeah. How did you go through with it? I think, number one, I look at people kind of mentally and physically, like saying he wasn't a bullshitter. I think he matched with my personality and he was going to take my knowledge and like run with it. So from a mentality and a mental standpoint, I know he was like strong and he could has good willpower. Mm-hmm. Um, from a physical standpoint, we just had to like, you know, hip flexors were tight, hamstrings were weak, upper back was weak, neck was way too mobile. There was a lot of things about him that I wanted to change so I could know that he could get to this like stable, strong point. Mm-hmm. Um, but... For a guy that's trying to lose weight, you gotta get them moving and you gotta find things that are gonna be exhausting. And like, like the biggest thing for him was we're just transitioning out of it, but like body weight exercises. Like he did seven, like two, like a 90 degree pull up just on Wednesday. Like seven. Seven! For a kid that never thought he was ever gonna do a pull up. Like three all the way down, all the way up. So those body weight movements, a push up, even just a body weight squat. Those are things I kind of knew I wanted to get him into, but I knew he was tight and weak and we just had to kind of stretch him out, roll him out, get things where I wanted them to be, kind of balance out his body. But still, mentally, he would come in with, like those days after he came in on tours, he would tell me exactly what he ate. He'd yes. feel guilty and bad and be like, oh shit, man, like this is gonna be tough and everything. And a lot of that's chatter back and forth. That's just him coming in, being able saying, to open like, up. But, but he's a very open book just saying like, I, but I this want to happened. offset this. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. You can hop back into this. Let's get, you know, over to the squad. Let's get over to, you know, the treadmill. But it was all, that's what happens every single session with almost, with a lot of people, but specifically Russell, we dig in on what he ate, and that was a big thing, and then weekly weighing for him was, was the beginning of being like accountable for your actions. I found, because I've been going through this recently with the scale, with dropping all the weight up. Sure, lost, absolutely. Which is, and I'm talking to people about it, is that you become, it's very easy to become too focused on the scale. I think once a week or once a couple days should be better. I'm now, you know, at the point where I'm worrying too much because I got, I finally got to that hundred pound goal and I'm like, and I don't want to go, I don't want to get back to like, I weighed in, my, our scale's a little heavy, but like the scale read like 204 a couple more ago and I got really fucking worried. I was like, I, I, this, this is not a good mental place for me to be. And that's, right. that's, that surrounds the scale and weighing in and people judging their actions, thinking about everything that just happened, yeah. then it goes oh, right oh. into one number. Oh, yeah. And when the body is changing, like I said, like he's so much stronger than what he used to be. Yeah. You don't know your body composition, like your fat-free mass, your muscle mass, right. your bones, how much everything weighs. And you can't know any of that technically. Like, as, as, as I understand, you can't know the full extent of that until you're dead. Well, you um, I guess maybe that's true, but there are there's different there's different ways of uh, measuring body composition. Okay. The more the, I guess the most accurate way right now is uh, a DEXA scan. Okay. Uh, so it's usually yes. meant for a bone mineral density. Okay. But I actually have like Russell now and other clients go in because it will tell you like your body fat, right? your not only body fat but like how many pounds of fat is are on your body. Okay. How many pounds of water are in your body? How many pounds of muscle? So it breaks it into I'm, that I'm, one number into four different. Numbers. I imagine, like, ideally, water and muscle mass are the most, you should be, like, the most that oh. you're made up of, right? Yeah, yeah. Because your body's, Absolutely. what, like, 70% water? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of water in there for sure, but even if you, like, you know, if you hop on the scale like Jack and maybe he had more salty dinner than he would yes. have the night before mm-hmm. and he drank a lot of water that night, he's going to retain that and it would have reflected on the DEXA but not on the scale. Okay. And that's kind of the difference in... Yeah. So there's no more, again, no more bullshitting the numbers and looking at one thing. It's like, okay, right. wait, you actually did lose weight. Where'd you well, lose it And from? I'll be full... The, I got to 193 by bullshitting the scale a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I Not too much, but I had been dieting pretty... Not like... I wasn't starving myself, but I was having like three modest meals a day, working out the same, doing more, a little more cardio. And the day I went in, 
we actually recorded the podcast we did because we were talking about me trying to do it and i went in i just did cardio and i went to the scale in the in the 24-hour like locker room uh-huh. i never used before but it's more accurate and it's it was like, like old scale right it, it is like sliding scale. and it actually is but it still worked pretty well. No, it got, does. It does. I was bordering like one. I was like one ninety three nine, one ninety four. So I said, "Fuck this." And then we got pizza. I went upstairs. <laughs> I ran a mile, and it was like one ninety three eight. So I was like, "Perfect. This is good." Now I can slip my. I can. I can post this to Facebook. Yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. All shirtless selfie and all, which I get. <sighs> which you should yeah. feel proud that you did all of that. But it's gonna be like uh, your own mental game of yes. well, how am I gonna get to that number? Well, and that's the only reason I did so. When I went hiking with platonic friend Julie, mm-hmm. last episode of the podcast, um, yes, then go bango. We we had gone hiking. When I say hiking, we walked Great Falls. But I had hiking is walking outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I my, my, to Harris Teeter earlier. My, yeah, that's a hike. <laughs> my, my stance on hiking is well known. I mean, so I disapprove of it. It's, uh, a, it's a lot of looking down, not a lot of looking up. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you go hiking in Maine, it's a lot of looking up. So anyway, um, <laughs> it's awful. That's when I sprained my anyway. You're looking down so you don't step on snakes, which is what I do when I play disc golf. Oh, I like you have to worry about snakes. Oh boy. Oh damn. You know copperheads. You, you know, okay, take care that's of that. not good. That's poisonous. Yeah, you should have a badger. Yes, let me keep a badger on a leash. Oh, yeah, yeah, a honey badger. Yeah. It sounds a lot. It sounds. Yeah, that's gonna that honey badger will work out great for me. Oh, <laughs> Those fuckers won't. Th- that fucker won't tear so, through whatever so I have. So we were hiking slash walking Great Falls. I had uh, taken my shirt off at one point, and when I looked back at a picture that I got, to, I was like. Because uh, we because we had jokingly taken like stupid pictures for each other, but I was like, man, I, my hips look really like I had kind of stopped weighing myself. So I, that's the other danger. If you stop weighing yourself, I had gotten to like probably two fourteen, and I was like, I think I told you this a while ago. I'd gotten like two eighteen because after I just had a lot of salty food and all sure, that. Sure, 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 yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was, and I I was like, man, that really alarmed me. That this would have been like a year ago. I was like, I'm not. I worked way too hard to lose this weight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that's when I was like, all right, let me try to lose the hips. Then when I dieted to lose the hips, I was like, why don't I just try this 193 thing? I always wanted to do it. I never could do it. And I only did it for the number. That was one thing that I only, it's not, the, what I did was not the healthiest. And now you, sure, used to, sure. you, you wrestled in high school. You know all about cutting weight. True. I guess I do, but I chose not to when I okay, was Okay, so explain school. your, so explain your my high stance, school. My stance is, uh, we were a single A school, so very small school. Mm-hmm. The bigger schools around us were all triple A, and there was a lot of kids kind of wrestling for weight classes. Mm-hmm. I never had to wrestle for a weight class because there was not a lot of kids wrestling at George Mason High School. Yeah. When my coach, now he never like insinuated that I should stay at a certain weight for my entire high school yeah. career, but mm-hmm. he always was very surprised that I jumped up two weight classes every summer. But I knew that I was just a short dude, and I just wanted to Most get strong. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not getting tall anymore. I need to work <laughs> out now. Yeah, like, I don't want to be just some pipsqueak running around on the mat, okay? Like... <laughs> F being 140 until I'm, you know, however yeah. old I am. I wish I was a little bit taller. But, uh, because I started out 119, then I went to 140, then I went to 152, and then I went to 171. Which also senior. lines up with going from a freshman to a sophomore to a junior. It is, it is. Yeah. But when I, I would wrestle guys that were seniors that had been at 119 their whole life, and they were, like, spitting in cups, doing dip, running in trash bags, anything they could. Saunas. Yeah, anything they could. Like, literally doing sit-ups yeah. and push-ups in saunas just to lose that weight, but... It was different for them than it was for me. Wrestling was a very big height for a lot of, like, I hate saying, like, no, nothing against Strasburg and Madison County, but, like, that was their... Oh, that's all they, that's all they, they have goal. out there. Their goal was, like, winning high school sports, and I'm not against that. I would have loved to be a state champion. You wanted to win, but, like... I did, but I wasn't trying... I wasn't willing to sacrifice, like, 
the food I wanted to do or maybe the body I wanted to achieve. I wanted right. to like get strong. I didn't care how much I Or made. the immune system you were going to lose by like vomiting and trash bags. Well, true. A lot of, I did see a lot of kids drop like over 10 pounds in a day and then Which they is, weren't the terrible same for kid you. the that's next terrible day. No, absolutely not. Like, like I never even did that. Like in my, I was like, that's, yeah, I got to eat. Yeah, I mean, that's, and when you do something like that, you got to know 95% of that's going to be water or 90% yeah. of that's going to be water. You're not losing all that fat in one day. You same know? thing with bodybuilders. Like it's the same. Oh, true. They cut down and lean down for shows and then they'll actually drink like they won't drink alcohol at all when they're prepping but before they go on a show they'll take a couple shots Mm -hmm. just to get that vascularity and that kind of like just thins the blood and gets things pumping but that was like a big reason why I forgot who it was I think Arnold did his show no it was Ronnie Coleman when mm-hmm. Ronnie Coleman finally won, he, he would said, take shots. He took shots the night before, mm-hmm. and they were they never did. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't drink, I don't do that. They're like, no, no, I'll help you out tomorrow. And sure enough, that next day he won. So that was a big thing. But yeah, that's you know that goes again like another tangent there. What would you say? Is, no, no, the, the show, the show was alternatively going to be called Tangents. Digression <laughs> and Tangents was the alternative show. Keep up, keep up. Yeah, take notes. What would you say is the some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about exercise, weightlifting in general? Um, hmm. From client, you know, people think they sh- people think that I'm just going to jump into it. Yeah, yeah, I think people are more reluctant to to make a movement after they feel something like a pain or a sensation that they're mm. getting, whatever it may be. And people are like like a doctor's going to go and like you might have sprained a ligament in your in your elbow, all right, and then they're going to be like, all right, sling it up for four weeks. I'd sling it up, but I might also give it about. 30 minutes or 5, 10 minutes a day yes. to kind of trying to work with it and do different things. Mm-hmm. I think that has grown into this culture of like, oh crap, stop moving. Like, and I think we're seeing that with like, I hate to say our grandparents, but even like our parents and people that are more sedentary, I hate to say older, but it's like, oh, but like older. my knee hurts now, I should get knee surgery and stop walking. I'm like, Ah, I don't you think that's the right. You gotta, that's what I do with my lower back, which hurts. It's like, I, I gotta stretch it. I gotta you do. work it. I yeah. gotta, you know, stretching is... You know this more than anybody. Stretching is very, very. If I do not, and I'm very committed to stretching now, like I went to like more of a rehab again when I worked to sport or Spring Hill and had older populations of people to work with. Yeah. I had to go back into like how do we stretch? How do we get people into a stretch that like just can't even stretch? Like, mm-hmm. and I relearned kind of how the body was working, and I still to this day have to stretch. Like, you know, the four days that I lift, if I don't do my main 30, 35 minute warm up of stretches and roll out, like. My lower left back's gonna hurt after every deadlift or squat, and yeah. I just know that's all soft tissue work. It's not a matter of a bone poking anywhere. It's like my hip flexor and my groin are screaming because they're so tight and there's no blood well, flow getting you. Well, you also had to go through a hernia surgery. Yeah, that was another thing. So that please, so describe that. So like I had that. There's no. I don't remember exact instance of when it happened. And some people have like a testicular hernia. I did not have that. Thank so just throwing that out there. I didn't lose any of my boys. Thank you God. know, I didn't go anywhere like that. But it was epigastrical. So it was right above my belly button, and it was my abdominal wall. I think it's called your. Oh shit! I don't want to mess this up. Linea alba or linea. Spina. You already got the degree. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Basically, then I take it away. It's from very, me. It's, <laughs> it's very tough. It's very tough connective tissue in between where you like your abdomen's like what makes the six pack. But think about not those like chicken nuggets. The in between. Okay. That sliced and was opening, Ooh. and that was happening from. I think somewhere in college, we're getting bad form. Not like not stretching, not taking care of like drinking beer. Eating shitty food, getting up, lifting six days a week, not giving a fuck about my body. You're in college. I mean, yeah, I'm I sorry. Like, I was like, you're, you're young yeah. and you're gonna live forever. <laughs> exactly. So I was just, I was just training. I didn't care. I didn't really didn't feel anything until when I moved into it was probably Rogers uh, three years ago, maybe four years ago. I started noticing like there was just a little bit of a bump coming out of my stomach that I could like. Pushback. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it sounds oh, terrible, boy. right? Yeah, I hate to say it like that's, that. That's some of the. Oh. 
So to, to kind of wrap it up, basically my fat was poking through a little bit. They said it wasn't a big deal. It was probably one of the smaller ones they'd seen. Okay. But that if I wanted to get it taken care of, I could. And I was like, well, at that point, like for me, I was having like burping issues and I couldn't like, I don't even want to say everything that was going on. But that like GI distress. We, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can connect to it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, getting that done was huge for me. Uh, I don't have any pain there. Everything's feeling great. You, you just got back to your strength, like pre. Yeah, I just thing. beat like some of my old PRs of like my deadlifts back up to 450, my bench is back at 315, my squats at 375 now. So those are some good numbers for me, specifically my squat, which I had to kind of get back from and yeah. really think about how am I going to fucking do this and get stronger. And stretching has been the biggest thing for me to get into mm-hmm. that squat deeper. What would, what's the worst surgery you've had, David? I mean, besides the obvious one? Oh, that's for your head liver cancer. Right? <laughs> oh, damn! I didn't know that. Good egg. Hey, I, I, I forgot about the massive scar you have on the side yeah. of your oblique. Yeah. yeah, so I've I've really only had two different. I've only ever had two surgeries. So I had the I had the the surgery for the cancer in my liver, okay. and then I had a, a pilonidal cyst, Ooh. which is cyst between your butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. I've heard yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, the single most painful experience of my life was that pilonidal cyst. Yeah. Breathing hurts. Pooping. Good God. Oh, no. Good God. I saw stars every time I had to take a shit. Oh, man. That's tough. It was awful. Yeah, well, it was so awful. The only surgery I had was I had, actually, I, don't, Fuck. I had I had borderline cosmetic breast reduction surgery too. That's it. I, was, I was fat. And, uh, oh, yeah. Let's rock and roll. But um, it actually ended up good because now. That's like slapping God what, in the what, face. What happens a lot <laughs> for people that, yes, for people, <laughs> I think, that lose it without the reduction if you lose weight is that it, they have pockets of fat sort of develop. Around. Skin, skin, skin. I'd say extra skin. Now, yeah. Well, my, my skin, when I lost weight, kind of borders around the bottom <laughs> of my ab and it sort of looks like a C-section scar almost. Sure, uh, sure. It's like a, little, a little curl. Or whatever. Yeah. It's a little... Which, you know, I'll, t- I'll take their worst places to have the excess skin. Yeah. Um, but it's but that was the worst surgery I had and it's the only surgery I had. I've, I've been very lucky. I've had things that have bothered me for years but I'm very cautious about them and I... I think one thing for me is I'm at a point where I try not to push myself to, I try to push myself to lift strong, but Mm -hmm. I usually also lift by myself. So I try not to go crazy. Like, you know, especially on like a bench press. If I'm, if I get a, a decent rep, but I'm feeling a little shaken away, if I go good, we're we're cutting it off. Yeah, that's my. I, I have nothing. To, I'm not training for anything. I have nothing yeah. to prove. No ego to worry about in the room. No, just no, trying no. to move the I'm weight and stay healthy. I yeah, mean, I've absolutely. lost a lot of my bench press because I've lost weight, and I'd rather have that than. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. For me, the what I've noticed, especially with frisbee and continuing to play post college. Yeah. There, there is definitely a focus within the sport on strength, but not bulk. So you're rarely going to find many ultimate players who are powerlifting, and part of that's just the cardio aspect of it. You're, yeah. you're just you're just not going to be able to keep that weight yeah, on exactly, running. Exactly. You know, uh, in a tournament weekend, I'll play as many as eight games, okay. and you know, if I'm running four miles a game, how long is a game? Game can be ninety minutes, can be two hours. Some okay. tournament. So it's to a score limit, I'm guessing. Yeah, so it's okay. it's 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 a combination of score and time window. Okay. So uh, it's either depending on the tournament, it's either usually between like first to thirteen or seventeen. Okay. More often than not, it's fifteen. Okay. Um, and then usually you have a ninety minute, uh, you have ninety minute hard cap. Um, okay. And so then if you know if the horn goes off during that hard cap, you usually just finish that point. Okay. Uh, unless it then ties it and then you send it into overtime. Wow, ninety minutes though. Yes, that's and a lot. Of- so it's 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 not like soccer where like you only have three subs. Like you have seven people on you have seven people on at a time and you have 
you know, you'll have your like offensive line and your defensive and it's line. Different. So it's it's uh, it changes per play. Right? Yeah, it's so it's similar to football in that like you okay. have people you, you will have some people who only play offense. You have some people who only play defense. You have some people who play both. Um, yeah, the people yeah. who play both, when you get to the really elite club levels, when it comes when it comes to crunch time, yeah, yeah, you know, you'll have those people who will play five or six points in a row. But a lot of times, coaches and co- coaches and teams will be cognizant of the fact that you know, so and so's if it's you know if it's come Sunday, yeah, and it's you know you're in semifinals, it's like ah, this person's played a lot Friday Saturday, yeah, like. We're up by three points on this team. Yeah, you're sitting. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, sitting. Yeah. Should like unless we unless we absolutely need you. Sure, um, sure, sure. And like, I'm, I'm aware of, of, of my abilities on the field. You know, I'm decently fast. I'm yeah. you know I'm tall. Deceptively fast, so huh? I, yeah. I don't know if I I no I'm not deceptively fast. There are guys on the there are guys who I have played with who are like actually deceptively fast. Sure. I um, I played with I played in college with a kid who's. Like five nine, oh, shit. and like pretty slight, mm-hmm. and just off like a rocket. Like yeah. truly, like can, it probably runs like a low four five forty. Right, right, if right, not, right. if not a four four. Oh, like yeah. NFL, like honest to god track speed. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't be bulk and do that. You have to have some lean to you. And yeah, you gotta be strong. And, and his legs are like. The legs yeah. are like toothpicks. That's yeah, the yeah. weirdest thing. It's, it's like, like where's it going? Yeah, yeah. How do you do this? Well, that was what helped me lose going from like 235, 240 back to generally where I am now was I had to do more cardio because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just... And now I got to the point where at one point I ran like a 530-something mile on a treadmill with like a one incline to like negate the fact that I was on a treadmill, though. Mm-hmm. And, Damn, so You know, I, I, I tried to just... And then I fell off. That's when I gained a little bit of weight back and now I'm back on it. So it's... Cardio is, I, I know weightlifters, and you can speak to this, yep. a lot of weightlifters think cardio is a useless sort of... That's like bro science, but yeah. 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 And <laughs> I, but it's, it's largely Dom, accepted. Dom it's largely accepted. You don't, you don't subscribe to that necessarily, though. I did when I was in college. I didn't want to fucking do it. But then once yeah. I realized that it was good for my heart, and I yeah. was like, hey, maybe I should do this yes. for my heart, then I was like, okay, it's cardiovascular. Yeah, the heart's not a show muscle. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You kind of need it when you're going upstairs yeah. and you're in tight situations. You know, you know or, or when you want to pop the pecs. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Sure, sure, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. There you go, make a dance, make a yeah, dance. I can, I can make the one dance. That's, we'll get you to peck popping. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Jack, Jack's got some good pecs going on right now. So I also, because I know I asked you what a misconception was about. Yes, that's what we know. But what's also one in your experience that women? Because I, because we 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 both have like female friends who have asked yeah. us about that, and sure. they have their own. I feel like a lot of the complaints I hear is that they're worried about being too bulky, and I feel like yeah. that's a sort of miss. I can totally shoot that down. I yes. can totally shoot that. I go for it. Yeah, so that's uh, a common thing that I understand that, that again, girls are, might be hesitant to jump into, but I, what I tell them is, you're not like eating how I'm eating, you're not lifting how I'm lifting, you're not gonna look like me. I'm not even that big. I'm not like those huge, yeah. Yeah, you're, you know, like yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're, Ronnie you're Coleman kind of guys. Um, but even to get to where I am, you'd have to still lift, you know. 450 deadlift, 315 on bench. Like, there's, you aren't going to hit those numbers, and we're not going to get. Yeah, it. you just don't naturally so have that a bit like testosterone. Yeah, yeah, I'd so. say testosterone. Yeah, training regimen, your what you're eating, uh, your exercise choices. Like, when they think that they're going to just all of a sudden bulk up, uh, I heard somebody was like, "There's no magic. Like, if girls could bulk up that fast, they take over IFBB. You know, they yeah. do. They just win. You know, look at like the thing that's always. I've always pointed out, when, and you know, this is a total outsider perspective. But like, look at look at Olympic like look at Olympic gymnasts. They work out like sh- crazy, yeah. and they're not bulky. Right? No, they, they no, have, no. They have thighs that are 
like thickest like rocks you've ever seen. They could crush melons, but yeah, like that's th- that that comes from. But they need those. Yeah, yes, they that part of the, that's actually, part yeah, of the course. Have, you know, they're not benching three hundred pounds because they don't need to. Yeah, yeah, but they can, but they can, you know, hold a handstand for five minutes. Absolutely, their like, shoulders are nice and toned, but it's the same situational time, strength. But they're Olympic athletes. Like, yeah, they train for this. They've been training for years for this. Yeah, and they're still not super bulked out. You yeah, know, you have to train a certain way, eat a certain way, live a certain way to look like that. Yeah, and so when they say like they're worried they're gonna bulk up, it's like. Well, you'll start noticing if things get too big too fast, but more often than not, the girls are just going to get tighter and toner as they add more muscle That's mass. What I, and like, if they want to get big, they have to really work hard to get that big. Because think about it. You, need, you burn calories by lifting heavy objects over and over again mm-hmm. or doing those motions. So you're going to get... And you do need to lift weights to kind of get that toning of the muscle. But yeah. even, like, even, even as I understand, even with guys, like, you're not just going to bulk up. Right, exactly. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to cut down a little bit, and then as you continue to, you know, put... Put yes. more, put more weight up, yeah, 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 and you know, sense. based on you know the, the diet, you know. yeah, all of that. Like, it, there's a number of factors. Just, just working out isn't going to make you any bulkier. Right, 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 right. right. That's it, it applies to both sexes in that sense. Yeah, yeah. it's not like uh, you're going to touch a dumbbell and the next thing you know you're going to have an arm that's like pumping out yeah. everywhere. You're not going to have twenty twos, like, ashamed of it or something like that. You know, I always say you should try weightlifting consistently four times a week for two months. See how your body feels. Like, don't change anything. Just do that and see what happens. That's the other. I, I say this all the time to the point where my friends joke about my advice, but I, I always say if you're just looking to start anything, if you just don't eat after eight o'clock, for example, if you go to yes. bed at like say midnight, then that will help you, and you don't have to do anything else. Like that in itself will just get you a pound or two, and you'll just notice something different. You'll feel better the next morning. You'll feel yeah. a lot better the next morning, and it's little. I don't think people realize, and I get it because again. As we talked about earlier, it's an overwhelming thing at first. But oh, yeah. yeah. You can do yeah. a lot of little things that really don't take a lot of commit that, you know, like strong willed commitment and you will get differences. Then you'll feel encouraged to go more you know, you can I've I've yeah. found I found a lot of success just changing my diet. Yeah. Like totally. Not eating fried food. Boom. You know, eating eating a lot less meat. Boom. Um, particularly like fatty cuts, as delicious as delicious as ribs are, and God, like they're so good if you do them well. But like it's just it's just fat. Like it's, every day or like meat should be delicacies, things that we like really like mm-hmm. and we savor yeah. the flavor of. We can easily turn those into everyday meals. Yeah. Like every two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and people fall victim and prey to that. I think all the time when they're yeah. eating things. But what I tell people, especially with like diet for like Russell for you. I gave you tidbits of advice as to what to eat because I knew that no matter how much you worked out, if your diet was shit, you yeah. wouldn't get anywhere. That's what was happening when I was in the in-between stage of like yeah. my diet still wasn't very good. So I was just keeping on weight and, you know, I was better, but it wasn't great. And yeah, I, cardio and diet was the big... Everyone's always looking for a kind of walk around on the <laughs> diet and exercise yeah. and lose weight, but it's you gotta diet yeah. and you gotta do cardio. I'd say if you hate working out, just kill it with nutrition. Yeah. Just kill it with you wanna make some fancy meals that taste good but are actually like super wholesome and healthy for you. Yeah. Do that. That's five easy. Nights. That's yeah. super you it's, know, it's like a different route. It's a different I mean, route. It's it's it also you know, it also a lot of that depends on where you live and what you know what you're able to get a hold of. Absolutely. But like you know, Yes, yes. If you live walking distance from a Trader Joe's, like Hit that up, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. the pre the, the 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 bagged you know bagged vegetables. They're cut, they're washed. Like yeah, chop those up. A little bit of rice. I know. I say make it make those meals as and even anybody that's going into it, make it as convenient as you can for yourself. Yes. And if you're in that moment and you don't have food, 
that's when you're going to go to crunch and when you're going to usually resolve back to those bad habits, yeah. right? Like, if it's already too tough and you're like, ah, fuck, I've had a stressful day. Ah, fuck, there's no food. Ah, fuck, yeah. I'm eating pizza. It's like, all right, uh, like, let's like... Kind of you have to avoid that and that's just... It's hard. I mean, that, that's, that takes prior planning. Yeah. You know, that takes planning ahead of time to know this is what I'm getting myself into. And for me, it's it's like the diet. I've I found the diet thing can be the biggest challenge just because mm. my work hours are really weird. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't start... Like, you know... I sell beer for a living. Yeah. So like most of the places where I need to do my business because I'm not selling to grocery stores, yeah. but I'm selling to like liquor stores, bars and restaurants and like sure. a lot of those, especially in DC, yeah. don't open until like four, three, five. four o'clock in the right, afternoon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, you know, I'm walking around Adams Morgan at like one, two o'clock where like sort of pulling on doors, walking around the loading dock, seeing if I can like sneak in somewhere, yeah. but like. You know, I don't get home sometimes till like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, like, to Jack's point about, you know, not eating after 8, like, it's I can't, I, I, I cannot afford to eat out every day yeah. before 9. So, yeah, like, absolutely. I will get home and I will just stuff a shit ton of, like, Brussels sprouts and, you know, leafy greens in, into my body. Because that is one of the things I will, I will you good. know, hype up about myself is that, like... You have a good... You have a, like, you, have a good you know, a lot of people will, like... Get you know they'll snack attack and it'll be like Doritos yeah. and I'm like I'm gonna cut up a bell pepper yeah. and like have some awesome. carrot sticks yeah. and some hummus so like it's it's just one it's a part of it's you know the way that the way that my parents raised me like sure. we didn't keep those junky snacks in the house yeah ours didn't either thank God because I would have for the most part we we like salt in the family which but we were not a sweet family if we were yes but you're Irish if Catholic we of course you like salt and potatoes yeah. yes thank you very much and. If, thank God, Salt, guilt, and potatoes. Yeah. That is that is the the, so the, sta- yeah. the staple of your diet. <laughs> so, but if if we were a sweets family, I'd be doing this podcast with I've got with, so much with, Catholic with, guilt with a left with a left foot missing because I would have just been I would have had type two by this point. So, it's but the diet thing, and you know what the worst part for you is you would tell me when you bartended. Oh yeah, when I'm bar when I was bartending and you know I wasn't getting home till three in the morning yeah. and like there were some nights where like I, I didn't have I didn't have time to eat yeah. during a shift you know like Oktoberfest that I was working we did eighteen we did no we did twenty two grand in sales inside wow. that was just inside that's that's alcohol sales yes that that's was just small. alcohol that's like insane. like I, actually you were running. I didn't stop moving like I think we burned through twenty one kegs we walked out with. Five hundred and eighty dollars in our pockets, like wow. made a stack. I made rent in one night, which is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, absolutely awesome. But like, the next, well, I haven't eaten. In yeah, I hadn't eaten. Hours. I hadn't eaten in probably like eight hours, yeah, and like at least I was just like, "Fuck it, I am starving," and like I am going to sheets. Yeah. I am getting a fried app platter and a fucking fago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, sure, sure. I have sure. earned We've all this. Been there. Yeah, exactly. We've all been there. Exactly. Yeah, and like, yeah. and, and but that—that's the other thing that I've that I've heard a lot is that like, you know. Acknowledge it every once in a while. Yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have that cheat meal. Yeah, like yeah, don't yeah. De- don't outright don't, if you outright so if you outright so if you outright deny it for yourself, it makes it that much harder. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to give yourself a reward system. You have to be okay with eating that right. splurge yeah. meal and yeah. knowing like that's how it is. I just if the rock if the rock can afford to eat a double dough pizza every once in a while, I can afford a fried More specifically, platter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. double dough pizza. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, the rock's he, chicken. boy eats. Yeah, That'll be another podcast. Eats. He drinks tequila. We do the rock's cheap meal. Let me tell you, today. having having met the man. Oh, you met Dwayne. His his biceps are as big as advertised. Wow. <laughs>
bigger, bigger than my head. And that was before he That's like awesome. really bulked up. Yeah, that was just like no, he was out of wrestling. He was still yeah, he was just out of wrestling. This was like Gridiron Gang promo okay, okay, tour. Okay, like okay, gotcha. he's he's standing, you know, he's he he was a sort of pro football player. I mean, he he made yeah, he made a roster. Yeah, the CFL. Yeah. yeah, he made a roster. Uh, and he's standing around a bunch of you know guys who had played NFL, you know, played line in the NFL, and he's right towering oh, over wow. them. Damn. Like, Imagine now when he's gained another 30 pounds of muscle. Clanging and banging and clanging and banging. I just, I cannot imagine how, like, massive he is. But then, but then you see the photos of him standing with, like, Charles Barkley yeah. and, and and Shaq. And it's like, he looks normal size. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? You lose perspective when you're not around crazy athletes and that yeah, when you're Yeah, when you're not standing, when, when, you're, when you're around normal people... When he's around, when he's around commoners, yeah, he doesn't. He, he looks gigantic. But when you put him, when you put him next Shaq, to yeah. Shaq, like I'm sure him and like JJ Watt are like similarly sized. Yeah, I was gonna like, say for good sure. God, and you think about like JJ monsters, dude. Yeah, They're absolutely yeah. monsters. I feel like I didn't realize like how tall or what like an NBA player looked like mm-hmm. in person. I was just like, oh, there's big guys on television, yeah. and then like the average height of the NBA is six foot six. I was like, yo, those people are, and like that's not like Giannis or somebody else. That's like huge. That's like it's just like a normal. Doesn't make sense. That's the average guy. Steph Curry's short for an, for yeah, an NBA yeah, player. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's, he's taller than me. Taller than me, and he's short for the NBA. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. It blows my mind. What was so? What love, was love pro athletes, what though. was the Crazy. genesis of you starting Schwinn Fitness back in? I want to say was this 2017 or 16 that you started? I started it in. I can tell you upstairs. Well, I well I didn't like legitimize it until yeah. 2017. Get that okay. that LLC that yeah, incorporated LLC, papers. Yeah, yeah, I started paying all that stuff, uh, paying my taxes and everything. That was a work in progress. I remember all that. Yeah, yeah, getting through all that stuff. Uh, but I I'd made a I'd made a stance where I could have kept making. I was making thirty dollars an hour. At training at Spring Hill Rec Center, which is a livable. Um, oh yeah, I mean totally. There's nothing against that. But the other side of that coin was I could be making seventy-five, seventy, eighty dollars an hour, all coming home to me before taxes. And I was like, all right, I need to make that jump if I'm going to live here, do this, and like make a living and have a family and buy a house. I was like, how am I going to, you know, do that? What else do I need to do to make myself? So I literally just said, screw it, I'm gonna move people into the basement of Rogers and move a little studio, like a little gym down there. And you saw it when I was training people down there. Um, I look back at it and I'm like, yo, this place, it was called the dungeon. Because, like, <laughs> how dark it was. Like, it was like low ceilings, yeah. like exposed. So no box blood. jumps. Yeah, no box jumps, no Olympic lifting, no, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But you know, that was where I first did a lot of assessments, had people come in there, and it was again free, or everybody was paying rent, but nobody that lived there had any worry about me having a little gym in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, i uh, that's where I really started. I started investing into that gym, buying barbells, plates, and kind of like building my studio. And having been, it was always a gradual, you know, every time I went over, there's another 45 plate, there's another 45 plate, oh, we got another bar in the corner. Yeah, it's, I, I, imagine, I imagine building a gym is a lot like building like a project car. Yeah. It's like, like this, and then this, and then we're gonna put that over there, and and buy something, and then we're gonna sell this and buy something new. Yep. It's like there's always something. You're always in transition. You're right? always, you're always, you're very popular with the male people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Even at even at the gym that we're at now. So one of Val's friends, uh, his name is Quan. He does quantum movement. He's a personal yeah. trainer. Um, he does MMA training, and he's like a little more athletic performance than I am. But 
he uh, was the first one to tell me about District Barbell in Fairfax. Yeah. And that was another huge shift for me to go there, have a place that was super professional looking. I was paying rent, but I felt good about paying them. Like, I knew who I was giving money to. It mm-hmm. wasn't like somebody it wasn't taking... Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like Sport Health taking my money or some big corporation taking mm-hmm. my money. You you could track where, you know, oh, the rent that I'm paying is like, it's keeping... It, truly, like, it's keeping the lights on. Exactly. You know, it's paying for the towels. It's like buying new equipment. Like, every you, you could track thing. every dollar. And it was and it was so small that I could track every dollar and I felt good being part of a system of people that were like knowledgeable, all in it for fitness. Nobody's worried about goals or budgets or if somebody was like messing up on a lift or if I thought a trainer might be doing something weird, which I don't really see ever in there, yeah. uh, we would be able to talk about it after it's like, hey, you know, were you trying to work glute activation with that? You should probably look at that hip hinge, you probably work with that left hand. And hand it was a good enough doing. environment to wear. Well they were open, it was, it was always right. constructive criticism. It yeah. still is. Oh now you fucked up. So and I've always wanted to nurture that, be in an area like that, and surround myself with people that are like either smarter than me or on the same level and just are purely into wanting to help people in fitness. And that's where I was like, all right, I'm going to give this guy money because I want to be here. I want to pay for the lights. I want to bring people in. I'm, I'm proud of this. And he was like, you can keep your own company. You don't have to be mine. You can just do whatever you got to do. So uh, again, Like a barbershop, like you're running the chair. Exactly. It was freedom. And in that sense, I was like, game time, let's go. And that's where I've been now for over a year. And we will we will also put your links to your stuff. Oh, I mean, nice. you we'll include it in the show notes. You have plug, merchandise, plug, plug. you got merch, you got yeah. everything. I got merch, I got, yeah. Training. Jack is currently wearing a hat. Yeah, because I, I couldn't find the shirt. That's so okay, I, don't so worry. I have to be in 85 degree weather. It's hot as fuck. But you just gotta ski. There's, oh, I love it though. I yeah. absolutely love. Oh, he's committed. He's committed to the car. Also, this is a great beanie. So. No, I'm, that's one of my proudest um, yeah. achievements of what, what you, you make. It you was, know my, you know my feelings on beanies. So. Yeah, I it was. I knew when I the, made the order. I, I kind of told you first the beanies yeah. were coming. You were I, like, I, I'm gonna want one. I, was, I, I was, saved. The I was first gonna one. say, I came over to your house, gave <laughs> you a twenty dollar bill, and walked out with a beanie, just like that. They were just happy. Everything was good. I wore it the entire winter. It was actually, it was actually a great. And it's, I've loved making the, so when I moved into that gym, there's a big YouTuber there called Max Tuning. And again, like you were saying before, YouTube, I didn't even know this guy existed. Mm-hmm. He has over 330,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty big deal. I did not know who he was, and he makes really good clothing that I like mm-hmm. to wear. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, maybe I should start getting in on that game. And that's just been another kind of like creative approach for me to kind of push out stuff that I really like. And I, there's things I like and don't like about every like piece of apparel that I've created, but I know at some point in time I'm going to want to shift and do more of that. Do you want more like athletic wear, like moisture wicking, yeah, like sublimated? Do, yeah, anything that could be in the shop at the gym where people yeah. would be like, oh, I need a shirt or I want pants or I want socks or something that's quick and easy. That's I assume that's more expensive. That's probably why it's a little... Well, for me, I had to do like micro orders and try yes. and sell them out. <laughs> yes, and, it was, yes. and for me and, and even the owner of the gym said at that point you're just spreading your name and that's just an investment in marketing and advertising. Just for people to talk about, to wear it, to have it, yeah. to so that was in, in essence. I made my money back on those. I didn't make any money, but I didn't lose Literally any. I lose a ton of money on that as well. And it's worth it. And it's worth. Oh, I love seeing people wear it. Like when yeah. I'm playing basketball and there's like three guys wearing Twin Fitness jackets. Yeah, shirts. I'm like twenty four. Like fuck people. yeah. And twenty four. So people start just showing up to twenty four with my shit, and I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Like it feels good to have people purchase your just like your brand, your logo, what you made. Um, and just wear it in general, you know? You would also mention, Val, you are breaking, you are making history. You are the first married guest yes. we've ever had on Under. Happily Day. married, happily married. So, what would, so how did you meet Val? What? Uh, yeah, so first time meeting was Beach Week, our senior year of high school. Yes. So 2009, we met in Kerala. Uh, it was a funny, I won't, we won't say the line in the pocket, but I remember recently a recollection of that story that is so funny, I can't say it on the air. Oh, damn! 
I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. We'll wait, we'll wait till we're off air. Okay, 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 okay. Sounds good, sounds good. But yes, we met at Beach Week in Kerala. Um, I was actually telling one of my clients about this today uh, because she was so intrigued. She's like, how did you guys stay in contact? Yeah. It was through Facebook wall chat and Snapchat. And there was nothing, you know, nothing sexual, nothing like that no, was no. going down. But it was sporadic and it was like back and forth for like four, four or five years. Yeah. Um, and I, you know... When I came back into this area, we went out to Mr. Day's Arlington with Emily and everybody. You probably mm-hmm. were there. You helped drive us there or some shit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Mr. Day's! Yeah. And I probably hated us. being at Mr. Day's because that bar was always crowded. Oh, it was, it was absolutely... The only bar awful. I've ever been yeah. thrown out of. Oh, I like that. Yes. Can we have... A, I got okay. one fight there. I want to hear... Okay. I know we're diverging, but I have Again. to hear both of your stories. I'm sorry. This is okay. Like so, right. the one time I got thrown out of a bar, um, and this is like... This is truly like as best I can remember, and I've, you know... I've been doing the bar thing for a while. Um, but I started at Hunan number one, okay. stone cold sober, at <laughs> 7 o'clock. And then you had a couple of those pictures. And you... So not only did I have a couple of those pictures, I was friends with a bartender at the time. And I didn't oh, know that he was pouring shots of Fireball. I was drinking cider. He's like, I, I gotta work in the morning. So like, I don't want, it, I don't oh, want anything yeah. too heavy. Yeah, so yeah, I had, I had, I think two, maybe three mugs of this. Of, of, yeah, the big 16 ounces. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, the 32s. Oh, those are even big. The big boys. The $7 ones. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, I had three, I think two or three of those. And I, the last thing I really like, fully remember was closing out my tab there <laughs> and then everything just sort of comes and goes for the next hour and a half two hours browning out, browning yeah, out. <laughs> yeah phasing in and out um i remember sitting at the bar at mr days and somebody got some guy bought the people i was with like a round of fireball shots fireball. and the people i was with didn't want to take them and me being pretty pretty lit already was just like yeah fuck it so i took all of them and then oh, i no. fell off the stool boom and then I thought I was worried you were gonna say you fell down that spiral stair. No, I no 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 no. I no never never there was none of that. Um, so I got you know I basically got told to leave, yeah. which sure fine. You're not yeah. in the, you're, you're, I you're, fell off the stool. Yeah, yeah I get. It, I, get it. I, I I respect your judgment. Yeah, I was not mad. Did not fight it. Um, I love it. I thank God I ran into a friend of like I bumped into a friend of mine from college. Who was like, dude, you are hammered. Let's get you home. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, he like the people I went out with ditched me, so fuck them. <laughs> have not talked to them in years. Um, but this guy was like, let's get you in a cab. I apparently gave turn by turn, perfect direction. Don't remember any of this. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like that is actually fully functional auto, mm, autopilot. Auto, yeah, autopilot. Yeah, yeah, autopilot. autopilot. autopilot yeah. Um, stumbled upstairs, fell out of my own bed. Damn. My parent, my 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 parents wrapped me up in a shower curtain. <laughs> Damn, I like that. They were brutal to me. I like um, that. And you know what? I deserved every moment I was of say, it. Your parents are less sympathetic, more the. Less... Oh no, they are. They were not sympathetic to me at all. Uh, because I had to work the next morning. I had to be. Uh, I had to be at the barbecue right. place at seven in the morning to oh, get the smoker going. No. Fuck that, dude. You're so like, dying. So I'm still drunk. I, I was 100% still drunk. Okay, that's where you're at. 100% still be. drunk. Um, puking, like, looked like absolute shit. <sighs> the manager there owed me a huge favor because I basically kept everybody from walking off on Cinco de Mayo oh, when wow. he was too, too when he was too funk to drunction. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, so, <laughs> he was like, go home, come back at like 230 before the GM gets in, yeah. I'll just tell him you've been here all day, yeah. and like we'll get you out of here. Cool, cool, cool. So I come back, and the GM is like, "Oh, you seem really quiet today." And like, I like was not talking to customers. I was just running food. Yeah, I was like trying to deal with people as little as possible, and then standing in the walk-in, 
because just 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 (laughs) just trying to stay cold because oh shit we're still here i have found yes i have found that when i'm hungover violently so the best thing for me is to just be cold i don't know why i like it but like i just cold yeah 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 maybe dehydration maybe you're feeling like you're hot running hot yeah i'm the same way i like something cold on my neck or something cold Mm -hmm. on my head and just be like Jeez, I feel like I'm on fire right now. Yes, exactly. And I feel like death. What was the, yes. fight, what was the fight story, if you don't mind? Uh, I was actually trying to remember it. Um, as far as that goes in Mr. Days, there was nothing like falling down the staircase or anything. And I do want to say that the staircase and the green carpet were mushy every time I walked in. Oh, they always are. It's yeah, the it's sweat. Like, yeah, it's the sweat and the out. spilled oh, beer. Yeah. Uh, and whatever else, any other body fluid. Oh, God, um, let's not talk about any that. Any hoosers. I, I I only remember that I was going to grab a chair for somebody and I was going to bring it over to our table. Of course, I didn't ask anybody at that table if they were going to use the chair. I must have put it down. Somebody turned me around and he was like, like turned me and I was already drunk. So I kind of like fell, but I took that action and came back at him. And it was just kind of like, we were like throwing each other, like dancing kind of a deal. And then I remember just getting like, either I hit a wall or he hit a table we got separated, and then next thing I know, again, just huge guys picked us up, mm-hmm. threw us out. We're just like, get the fuck. And I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't okay. I'm like, okay, like, I guess I'm all right. Like, I'll call an Uber, but that I, that's all I remember of that. I that but that is the same place you met your now wife. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it was a very different night that night, for yeah. sure. And uh, I was on my way to the bathroom, and as the story goes, she tapped me on the shoulder, and that was the rest. Of wow. It. Yeah. And then you guys had your what was the name of the place you guys had your wedding? Uh, Metal Art Gardens, uh, November of last year. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful wedding. It was an awesome wedding. Uh, uh, we, there are photos of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some photos going around. We got some photos going around. I, I actually was cleaning my room the other day, and I had the save the date, and I was like, I gotta keep this. I, I like that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, of course. Oh, we have Bethany and I have a bunch of bunch of save the dates up on our fridge. We talk about weddings a lot. On the yes, because we're at the age where we're going to a lot of weddings. Yeah, absolutely. Bethany That's... is a ve- Bethany is a very popular wedding guest, and I'm the unfortunate accessory. Oh, that's <laughs> You're the life of the party. Hey, that's good. Though. I think I think it's being able to go to a wedding and enjoy it uh, was something that like I went this this year alone. We went up to Yates's wedding in Maine, which yeah. was a little bit of a trip, but I loved every every second of it. I did an Indian wedding this year, which was Whoa. crazy. But Ooh, I no, I hear those are a big production. Yeah, yeah, they are, and like apparently they go on for like six or seven days before mm-hmm. the actual day itself. So mm-hmm. I did the Barat, and it was like a dance with the guy. His name is Raj. He's actually my Facebook marketer, but like. I've never seen them all dressed up with all traditional fittings and everything, and we were like jamming through a parking lot. Like, I like seeing the different. Was there an elephant? There wasn't, but there could have been. So I've heard at that location that there had elephants before, but they didn't get an elephant. Uh, So they just had like a pimped out Cadillac bumping music and we were literally dancing behind it just jamming for like sounds like a good fucking time yeah, like, I, was, I was sweating in my suit and you know I'm getting down like I was like so in for him to do this and then the ceremony I've been to like I'd say a million Catholic weddings like I could tell you what's gonna happen next yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so it's nothing against that but like I've been there done that yeah, yeah. Was, like, I was like oh shit what the fuck's gonna happen next like he's not even on the altar she's been there for an hour like what the fuck is happening right yeah. now but I was just I loved it I loved it weddings are always a lot of fun. Yours was, yours was a blast. I, I, ours, we wanted to be short and sweet for the ceremony. I'm not a super religious guy in any respect. Yeah. Um, but I wanted it, and a lot of traditional weddings are very religious, and they have certain yeah. traditional passages to get through and paths. But uh, we just wanted to be short, sweet. We loved each other. We wanted to show that. And then we wanted just to have a good time, and everybody just to enjoy themselves. Yeah. Um, and it happened. So we were, we were very, very pleased with everybody that came, the energy. I just kept telling people I want, you know, good, positive energy at this wedding. There was a lot of that. Oh, tons, yeah. tons. I was glad it was contagious. Like, you know, I was pumped up, Val was pumped up, 
my family was all excited. All the my friends were all excited. So it was it was a beautiful, great day. And I will say, since then you have uh, you've come on home and you've, uh, you've 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 shaved the head. Oh yeah, I have. I have. That that certainly took its that ter- took its toll. What was on the, me. So as two guys who will at some point in the down the road be on that same, what was your just like? You yeah, just my like, deciding factor was like, all right, I'm married. Uh, she loves me. I got pictures. If, if she, with, I got wedding pictures with my hair. Right, but the biggest thing was I wanted to make it to the wedding. Right, so <laughs> I was like, I'm thinning. I know I'm thinning. How's he gonna look? Should I like? Yeah. I was like, nah, pictures and everything for that case in point. I'm gonna keep the hair on. But after that, I was like, mm, I was really like, do I really want to do all this work? Do I really want to do all this shit? And I was like, no, I don't. Especially when I was like waking up at four o'clock in the morning. I was like, last thing I want to do is get a hair dryer, yeah. pull this this way, throw some product on it. There is a nice convenience Be- when your hair is buzzed or shaved, and you're just like, I don't have to fucking worry about. This. There is. That's that's. I've come to accept that. I was gonna say it was. You gotta was, keep the lineup sharp though. You do. You do have to keep it tight, and I... You have the convenience of having a great barber just down the street. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true, too. I actually do everything myself, so I've got an electric razor. It's just cheaper that way. Again, yeah. It's just more affordable at the point. It's like, I could literally pay a barber 20 bucks to just do this, mm-hmm. or I could take five minutes and do it myself. Yeah. So, yeah. luckily, I've been able to figure out how to do that, so... Uh, but I, the hair was just... It was going to go, so I made that. I committed. I, I have... So, I have the problem, like, you know, the hair, really easy to deal with. Um, any shop can do it. The problem is... For me, with my beard, I have found that most white barber shops either don't touch it or they'll do it really badly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Which is, that. I've never let a barber touch my beard for that. Like, it, it's usually the Asian barbers around here. I don't. It's not really a problem. It's just like I just trust myself with my beard now. I, I always like I have to now. Today I was like. I fucked the lineup on the left, so I'm gonna have to trim this down again, which I've been doing the last couple months because I keep fucking. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> which is a problem, but it's like I'd rather just do this. In college, yeah. at least one of the houses. I mean, both cases, I lived walking distance from, like either a black or like a Dominican barber shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like they know how to take care of you. Oh yeah, they'll take care of the beards oh. real well. Oh, I had, I, I had, I had two guys who I would go and see at the the shop by my old house, uh-huh. and just coming out feeling. There's something so. Something makes you feel so baller about a straight razor, even like even if it's like a, a shape up. It is because you feel like a fancy, fancy. Man. You feel like a fancy lad. You do. You feel like you took that extra step and it yes. was the right step. And yes. It's like this is that's why people do. This and like shit. three, four days later, you know, when I like do it at home with my own shitty Gillette, like yeah. I've got stubble within like f- yeah. within like four hours. Yeah. I was but with say, this, yeah, like exactly. four days later, it still feels really smooth, and I'm like, like right, yeah, I get that. I yeah. get that. Get I had a, I had a barber from Jordan, and he seemed to know how to handle hair anywhere. Like people were coming in there with like hair on their shoulders, hair coming yeah. up their necks. It was like they're hairy people from different parts of the world, yeah. and their barbers know how to handle. That I shit. always I do the body stuff with myself. I feel like you know that's just something where I oh yeah, you, yeah, I don't have a significant other, so I'll inevitably like miss a patch here or the the coll- the collarbone. Oh, right the collarbone, always yeah. a fucking pain in the ass to shave. <laughs> Even today, I was looking down and I can only see so far. Oh, you'll, and I'm like, you'll get a twitch like, in your neck if you look down. I know so exactly, and I can see a patch. I'm like, I can't fucking get this. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. So, Jake, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, David. I like uh, that. I like that. David keeps it going, uh, but I got muscles. It keeps it funky. I I, I want to show this off me muscles, as Popeye might have said. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why I became Popeye all of a sudden. Uh, before we leave. I mean, you do slather yourself in olive oil. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I have forearms that look like a like a tumors in them. I think Popeye probably should have gotten those checked out because it's they're not a tumor. Just, they were disproportionately large to the rest. And of the they did a lot. No, more. no, it yeah, just means no reason he could have picked up a box with his forearms. Yeah, like that's, that's spinach that's, though. You know, that's because he's jerking it all the time. True, it's true. That grip strength. Though. He, yeah, olive oil's always on. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, olive oil's hard to handle, so you got to have a pretty good grip. Right? Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> works on. She's forty-five pounds. Yeah, works on so many levels. 
Um, so before we go, you both have agreed with me on this, but the listeners, the the Billy Eilish Billy Eilish Eilish song, okay. uh, bad guy. Okay. Great song. I just yesterday watched the music video for the first time, and in that music video, oh yes, she is talking to someone, and we'll we'll put the clip in on on the show. But she is talking to someone who doesn't sound a little like me. He sounds like I speak. My Invisalign has. <laughs> I have taken out I have my Invisalign. Taken out I my Invisalign, and this is the album. <laughs> <laughs> And it's exactly like it's, that. It was it was disconcerting. I didn't believe Jack at first. He was like, "Oh, this guy sounds yeah, like me." I was too, like, me too. I was like, and "Yeah, sure." David he probably sounds a little bit. I was like, "Have you listened to?" He's like, "No, nah, yeah." I played for him, and David's reaction was, "Oh, wow, wow, <laughs> yes, wow." And so it was so fucking weird because I don't have a celebrity uh, doppelganger. Ganger. I've been told that mine is Fred Armisen. You, okay, I, I can see it's just I'd a teensy bit. If you if you trimmed your hair, it's Portlandia oh, documentary okay, now. Okay, okay, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, but, I wish, I wish. But now it's weird that I multi have, multi instrumentalist. Oh. The thing that weirds me out is that the guy speaking doesn't just have my voice. He also had my inflection on that thing. He had the weird yeah. little hitch in the pause of the speak, and I was like, "What the like, fuck is this?" Like stopped in the middle of a sentence because she started talking. And that's that was something that you would yes, do yes. And it was a weird. The laugh was the only thing that was like, "Okay, I, I'm not like in a fucking fantasy world." They have different laughs, but I was just. So guys, after further research, I found that the video intro is actually taken from her album intro, which is an unpronounceable seven exclamation points. And the voice of the male who sounds exactly like me is Phineas, one of her producers. So we are continuing to break through on this research. But anyway, we needed to address, we obviously need to address that. I, I also want to say that could have been you, you know, yes. that could have been you in an alternate universe. Maybe that in my alternate universe, I am, I am hey, a out Billie Eilish and you guys are joking around. Yes. Oh, that's, I'm cool with that. I would love to. Just fame. Ah, whatever. Anyway. She, uh, isn't she like not even 18 yet? No, she's 17. That's why yeah. I, I mm. skip skirted around that. I'm fighting for my life. Good call. Uh, good call. We'll, we'll, we'll wait a few months before I even like platonically hang on, just to be safe. Um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> Jake, uh, thank you. You have been an absolute thank joy you, to thank have you, on thank the show. Awesome. What a pleasure, uh, man. Nice to meet you. We will find a way to cut this out. We spoke for like 10 minutes before we went on the air, but it's yeah, whatever. We'll figure it. Who cares? It's yeah, a great yeah. episode. Uh, for anyone out there, who is in this area? A lot of our listenership, obviously, is from the Northern Virginia area. Boom. Um, we, I cannot stress enough how good of a trainer Jake is, how good of a man and a friend Jake is. Mm. If you want to go, if you're just looking for any advice, you don't even have to jump. You don't even have to dive headfirst into the pool. Info will be in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah Please go to SchwinnFitness.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy the merch, even if you like. I, I am. What I do you have for your, What do you have for socials? Yeah. yeah I mean, what did you say for what you, social media? Not social Twitter, media. Instagram. Oh, I'm, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on Snapchat, but Instagram's my biggest one. At, okay. at Jake Schwinn is the, is the right. Instagram handle. So I. I see. C-H-W-I-N-D. Boom. C- cannot highly recommend it enough. Yeah, uh, I Jake, appreciate thank that. you for thank being you. on the show. Hey, it's again. an honor. I love being on here. I love talking. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a happy camper. We will have, we'll awesome. have fun with this in the editing room, too. Um, yeah, we will. <laughs> I'm we will. excited. Um, on that note, we uh, wish you all a joyous life. I don't know. That sounded better in my head. And, and good health. Yeah, good, good health. Good health. Maybe a little wealth. Ooh, I like that. Uh, is there another word that rhymes with health and wealth? Don't sit and, for a long time. And, and don't make your fitness life a stealth. Ooh. Be be proactive about it. I like Bingo. that. I like I'm that. into that. Yeah. All right. That's that's <laughs> whatever the end, whatever. I like it. I like it. Ending that was terrible.
get married I, I i guarantee you you will be one of the liveliest person <laughs> i won't flip any chairs but uh i'll, you can, def- oh, I'll you be schwinn fitness out so you can you, you want to be hawking material at my wedding i'm more than happy for it. We have whatever a booth, you want jack we have, a, we have a booth set up like it's a job fair for it no, no 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 we'll have a table you'll be selling samples yeah exactly. mix the protein powder in with your shots hey, come well, on come on guys you want to know how jack got so jacked this is how you do it we're baby. getting swole yeah. <laughs> Jack found his wife because he listened to me. You know how I got these guns? Let me tell you, it wasn't lifting kegs. <laughs> Step one's in the protein shaker, baby, okay? Step one's in the protein shaker. Double protein shake! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much protein. Double shake weight. God, that was great. That was an old YouTube. Was that a... Oh Strawberry raw berry? I have to look it back up a long time ago, but it was... It was serious. We were literally just in the car and they talked about how 05 was the beginning of YouTube and I thought, God, that, I remember shit. the infancy of YouTube and mm-hmm. how like, very bare bones Like, it was. before ads and I remember the first Dramatic gopher. Ads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The original yeah. viral video. Yes, yes, yes. That's when everyone knew every viral The evolution of dance. Like, cat keyboard cat. Yes. That was always a huge one. Chocolate rain. Yes. Chocolate rain. Breathing away from the mic. Yes. Tazon deck. Turtle kid. Yep. Bacon is good the for panda, my the pandas that snow that sneezed. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. sneezing panda. Uh, it's baby. There. The baby that couldn't keep la- that couldn't stop. Charlie, like, Charlie bit my finger, which for I think six or seven years was the most viewed video wow. on YouTube. That's powerful. Yes, never. It didn't even. And it, it was the most viewed video, but it hadn't even broken a billion. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Back then, Gangnam Style was the first video to break, break a billion, billion views. Wow. I Did, like that. He introduced me to Gangnam Style. Oh wow! The, day, the there morning, you go. the morning of when Psy was on SNL, and it just started like even getting crazier from there. David that morning said, "I want you to see this video and tell me what you think of it." Because go. somebody called it somebody called it a Korean hip hop video, and I was like, "This isn't hip hop, <laughs> no, but it's what- dope." Open Gangnam Style. <laughs>